second of air where we are running massively late because we ended up talking about nerdy shit for so long and making grandiose plans and ideas and just it honestly we ended up just getting too carried away it was meant to be a 10 minute conversation before we started and it ended up making we're 40 minutes late so you know honestly i was i was on the edge of going doing what we're talking about instead of doing this I know, seriously, I know. I've got a notebook out to start. <laughs> There's one on there somewhere. Uh, I've got a notebook, notebook as well. I am probably going to end up doing it tomorrow at some point. I'm so tempted, I'll, man. I'll, I'll be have like, time. I'll be messaging you. Um, but yeah, uh, we are back in tonight's episode uh, because we've been spamming the chat with random stuff and we've been, well, our chat with random stuff. And I also discovered something about it a few days ago. I figured we could just do random things that are banned or like illegal or not allowed for like the strangest of reasons or like things that make a question why the fuck is this not allowed? So this is off a conversation that we started in my little group chat earlier. It is indeed. Signs that are oddly specific that just makes you think that's on that sign. Or that's on that instruction, or that's in that law. So somebody's done it for it to be there, because why else would it be there? Exactly. Such as prohibited items, you've got the normal ones. Alcohol, knives, weapons. I like the fact it specifies alcohol and knives, and then just goes weapons in general. And then underneath says Swedish fish. Why? I want to know, why specifically a Swedish fish... Who's been doing what with a fish? And also, are you allowed to bring a German fish? What about a Japanese fighting fish? And then just set it on people? Exactly. Are you allowed to bring fish from another nation? Is it just a specific type of fish? Like, is it specifically a Swedish fish? I don't know, man. I mean, they went to the detail of putting Swedish fish. So I feel like it's specifically a Swedish one. I feel like a Swede has come around and just harassed people with a fish, so now they've said no more Swedish. <laughs> I don't, is it? Is it? Is it? I don't know if this is racist against the Swedish or just the fish. <laughs> so, uh, Sue says Swedish fish are the name of the sweets in the shape of a fish. In which case, why is that banned on the same list as knives, alcohol, and weapons? If it's a sweet in the shape of a fish. Yeah. Like, what damage has been done with that? Has someone been thrown into cars' engines or something and blown them up? What's been going on? What is this? What? What? I mean, what's been happening for it to be a Swedish fish? Like, what? There's no context to that one. There's no context it's, to it's any of them, me. really. No, I know, but like, I found one, so you know the alligator one. Yeah. It says, do not molest the alligators. It says, do not feed or molest. Right. Now, I get the feeding. I get the feeding, and the rest what of the sign does, does specify the feeding, because the rest of the sign does say the gators can't be tamed, and feeding them might result in them thinking the hands Which are a snack. That's fine. That makes sense. Right. Who's been trying to tame an alligator to molest it, is my question. Or who's just been trying to molest an alligator? Like, But the, but the Swedish fish ones, Swedish fish are just sweets, are they? Yeah. What has happened yeah. with the Swedish what has happened with the sweets? That means I don't know. You can't have them. 
what I mean, has happened there? That's what I'm saying. Like it's, most it's of the time, when it's like when jellyfish. It's, yeah, most of the time when something is stupidly specific, it's pretty much self-explanatory what someone's done at that point. But that one isn't. It's just no Swedish fish. Why? What happened? What did the Swedish fish do? <laughs> I've got no idea. Because they are just they are jellies, aren't they? Like sweets. They're American sweets, I believe. Ooh. Ooh, I may have found an answer. Oh, I like this. Oh no, it's something different. Um <laughs> apparently there is a Swedish fish that is uh so smelly and deterrent no, uh, that it, it has been banned um, on all of airlines. It's that's coming. Sirstrumming. Yeah, that that's not Swedish fish sweets. That's Sirstrumman. It's a it's a fish that I believe is buried and fermented for months and then put in a can and literally people spew when they open the can. But it's like a delicacy. Yeah, I'm wondering if someone has if the science to do with that, but someone didn't know the name or if it's legitimately the sweets. Not because the sweets are just called Swedish fish. If if you're gonna ban something and put a sign up, right, and it's a proper sign, it's not someone written on a bit of cardboard and just stuck it on their lawn. It's a, pro- it's a proper, proper sign, sign has been made. So at some point in the process, you go, what is that Swedish fish called? And you just Google the stinky fish from Sweden like you did and end up with Sirstrom. You'd make an effort to put the name on there. You wouldn't just go, mm, you're not allowed that Swedish fish. Because then anybody reading that's going to look, anyone reading that's going to look at it and go, well, that's a sweet. And then bring the Sirstrom. Yeah, true. <laughs> It does raise another interesting point as well. If we both turn up at the same time and you have a packet of small jelly fish, and you have small a jelly, a, a jar of very smelly fish, and I have a, I have a thing of Sirstrom, and I could open that, and everybody in the immediate vicinity would vomit, <laughs> right? And I would get thrown out. But technically, you're the one that broke the rules, there, not me. <laughs> that would be very interesting. Would that add something else onto the side <laughs> underneath, or would that just <laughs> encompass the Swedish fish? We should make it our mission to go to as many public places as we possibly can and, and see how much of the world we can have where you turn up and it just says no Sirstrom. Are we just going to buy a batch and just wander around? We're going to have nose plugs in that nobody can see. You know, like those fish, those swimming ones where they like just poke out your nose. Are Dude. we just going to wander around? People are going to be wondering, why the fuck have they got them? And we're just going to open this car in the middle of a park. We're just going to see if we can get the entire of the UK from top to bottom to have signs at every public place with no Sirstrom. <laughs> yes, please. 100%. You know, like when people, dude, you know, when people complain um, about like people microwave curries or fish or stuff in like office microwaves and stuff, and they're like, oh, it stinks the cantina. Yes, I used to have at dude. my work when I first started, there was this lush chicken pot. It was like a chicken noodle pot that they didn't yeah. ask that. It was absolutely gorgeous but yeah. it absolutely stank in the microwave like it's one of those things where you where you open a can of curry and it just stinks before you cook it mm-hmm. or anything it just smells horrible it smelt like that during the entire cooking process but as soon yeah. as it was finished cooking like it, it, it would be stinky up to the three minute 59 second mark and then as soon as it hits that four minute mark <laughs> it smells delicious and you just it tastes delicious and you just want it. But up until that one last second, it stank. 
and it stunk the office out, and it, I ended up getting banned from the staff room if I was eating that. See, this is my point, right? So this is this is what my nature is like. I don't like rules, right? I don't I don't like authority in general. <laughs> Evidence right? by the fact that we made this. Yes. So <coughs> I go to work. I make I microwave a you know a little tuna dish or whatever, or I microwave some salmon and rice and that, and then people complain. <laughs> and then next thing you know, a notice goes up: no microwaving fish in the staff room and stuff like that. I'm, I'm a bringing my surstrom and they're just sitting the fucking table. I mean, no one would be able to use the staff would, room for the next two days. <laughs> no one would be able to use it for the next two days. But also, I just love the thought of you turning up to work and just pulling out a pot and cooking like a smoked salmon with like chips and st- like a proper full meal of like salmon and everything at work uh one of the guys i work with quite often brings little packets of it's fresh salmon with like a, a garlic and something oil on it it's, it looks really nice um and he microwaves it and he's got little pots of microwave rice and he has salmon and rice for his dinner and it stinks the staff room out uh, but it's actually really nice. Um, but there are there are people that work for us. Um, I believe they're from Turkmenistan. They don't speak good English, so I, I never really get the proper conversation with them. Uh, but they eat like kings. Like they'll come in and they cook like there was once because there's no oven or anything like that. There's a microwave. There's a hot plate, so it's basically like a toasting machine, but it's one of the flat ones. Yeah. And there's a small air fryer. And I came in, he was like cutting and frying onions and peppers and stuff on the on the and spicing them on the on the hot plate and then he was cooking stuff in the microwave and that by the table finished they just had like a pile and it was just it looked so nice and they had like rice and stuff and veg and and I was like, dude And I'm just sitting with like a cheese sandwich or something. <laughs> that is the difference between <laughs> British office meals and everywhere else like japan yep. you get the ben- you get the bento and you get like bits of sushi and omelet and stuff like that or india you get fucking curries delivered to you and yep. we we get sandwiches in a that's box. because almost and everywhere it's, else... it's, it's not even it's not even good sandwiches it's one sandwich that's been cut in half to make you think it's two sandwiches and it's things like fucking cheese and yeah, it's, but... the, it's the shit cheese but how British is that? It's because every almost everywhere else in the world, because everywhere has nice foods and stuff. Yeah. And I think the university agreed that home-cooked food is the best. Right? Oh, 100%. Now, pretty much everywhere else in the world, um, maybe not so much in Europe in general, but definitely like in the Middle East and stuff like that, and in, you know, um, in other cultures in Africa and stuff like that, and like you said, India and things, they believe that just because you're at, at, at work, you're at an office or whatever, it doesn't mean that you you can't eat good food. It doesn't mean that you can't cook yourself something nice. It doesn't mean that you can't eat properly. Well, J- J- Jamie Oliver tried to do that. He came on TV and he was he was showing some nurses how to cook something in like ten minutes in their office. But their office had like a little oven and stuff in. Most offices don't. They've got a microwave and a kettle. But, yeah, but this is the thing in Britain. First of all, everyone's overworked and too tired so when you wake up in the morning you zombie around the kitchen having a cup of coffee get washed yeah. get your teeth brushed and stuff like that you haven't then got time to gather all the ingredients to make a nice homemade curry so you just go cheese sandwich yeah <laughs> or you nip the arse there and get a microwave meal on the way or oh, the supermarkets are available 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's the thing. Like past couple of days, I I made I made a ratatouille. I made a chili ratatouille, uh, and I put it in a container to take to work the, the next day, and I I did, and that's just because all I had to do was shove it in the microwave for two minutes, and there we go, sorted. But yeah. that is purely because I made it the night previous. I I wouldn't go out of my way to take to take stuff and take it to work to cook. Like even though where I currently work has it's it's got a I work in a school at the minute, so it's got an entire cookery section. So I could go in there and cook a full on <laughs> I mean in the holidays we have gotten the pizzas from Asda and went into the ovens and cooked the pizzas and stuff and watched a movie on the projector because it was after shift. <laughs> but like I could go in there and make a curry or I could go in there and make like a, a actual meal something nice like I could make my ratatouille I can I can make a steak I can make food yeah but the amount of effort and time that that would take like by the time you do that your lunch break would probably be nothing on over but that's it we're, we're tired and we haven't got time so we'll get up and we'll either take leftovers grab a ready meal or, or make a sandwich yeah that's that's it. I tell you what I've taken to doing, which is kind of um, I've taken to getting um, spicy Mexican microwave rice. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I've got a squeezy bottle of um, it's it's mayonnaise. I'm, I'm not going to mention brands because I just did what I asked, and that was unfair. <laughs> uh, mayonnaise, but it's um, chili and garlic mayonnaise. Okay. Um, and a, a tin of tuna, and uh, microwave the rice. Put the tuna in the bowl, mix the rice in, mix in the the chili and garlic mayonnaise, and it's absolutely gorgeous. And that's what I've done. I've done it a couple of times last week, and I've got another bag of rice in there for, yeah. the, for tomorrow. I'm not going to wait tomorrow. But my my cheap option <laughs> when, when I'm when I'm I can't be asked to make anything. I can't be asked to do anything. I'm just going to be cheap. Is I've usually got butter in the fridge anyway. A pack of ham and mm. a loaf of bread, and it's just ham sandwiches. And if I can be bothered, I'll buy like a packet of crisps and it'll just be ham sandwiches every single day of that working week with a packet of crisps on the side and a cup of tea. And that'll be my lunch. You know what's just occurred to me? What? You're talking about um, like weird, stupid rules and laws and things that make you think what the hell. Yes. About three minutes in, Right, yes. we started to get sidetracked, and we spent eleven minutes going from weird laws to basically just what we're doing for dinner. How's that happened? It's the law of this. We're not. Show. We're not making a podcast anymore. At this point, we're just having a conversation. This is probably really boring to other people. <laughs> I think these are the best episodes because it's just an insight into the stupidity of us, and we go off it's on a so time. dumb. It's so dumb. We're talking about fucking Sirstrom, and we're talking about how you make a half sandwich because you can't be asked cook. <laughs> I mean, there's Sirstrom's food. Sirstrom's food, at least there's a link. There's some sort of link there. I know, we went but... from a food-related product to food to how we can't be asked to cook food in England to what we cook. <laughs> Should we get back on topic? <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to... 
I want to hear more about how these guys fucking fry everything on a hot plate. Dude, I swear to God, man, they, they eat like kings. They come in with like, <laughs> you come in with ready prepared like mixed rice and stuff like that. It was like fresh rice that he cooked off and it had peppers and onions and different things. And then they just load it up on the hot plate and cook it. And it's like, they, they come in with a couple of boxes of stuff. And within about 10 minutes, they're walking out with just like plates loaded. Like, I don't know, like, dude, like, I, I first of all, they eat like kings. Second of all, they're all like young, fit. They obviously, go to the gym, they work out, so they're they're quite, you know, um, healthy, slim, healthy. Yeah, uh, I'm <coughs> I'm eating a quarter as much as them, and I'm four times their weight. <laughs> like uh, they're just eating healthier and better than me. But also, it's just like the the, the amount that they eat. Like I could not eat that much and then work. I'd be just sitting going, well, I think I'll give it half an hour. <laughs> yeah, it's because it's the, the pile of it. Yeah. <laughs> But it smells and looks unreal. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah Sue so, so brings up a good thing there. I was I, reading that. I want to know who put their hand in the shredder so often it now needs a sign. That is the thing. All these warning signs, this this is the imperative logic that was going to be this episode before we got distracted, was that all these signs have a reason and it's because people have gotten so sick of telling other people not to do something that they've d- decided, fuck it, it's worthy of a sign. So, yes, who the fuck has been putting their hand into a shredder so much that it requires a sign for people to not put their hand in the shredder? I've got a couple of them, you know. It's just stupid shit like that, isn't it? It's like it's like the, the warning sign that says may contain nuts on peanuts. Who yeah. the fuck is so dumb that they've bought a pack of peanuts and then thought it didn't contain nuts? Yeah. Like, what, what, did you think it was some sort of tofu alternative nut? That would taste horrible and soggy. Uh, a tofu peanut? A tofu peanut? Tote nut. Yeah. I do not want that. Like I'm, I'm, I'm look, I'm legitimately, I'm, look, I've got, I'm looking around my room for warning signs on things now. I've got a candle here. I'm saying if there's a warning sign for fire, <laughs> there is. There's a warning sign for fire. <laughs> do not pick up candle while lit. Do not pour gas onto candle. Do not lean candle. Do not put candle next to heat or in sunlight. So I, I've got some um, funny. So I've got, I've got some funny signs in general, which don't really add in the war and signs of what the, what the what what's going on. But I do have. So can I just say before we do before I do move this on that them warnings on the candle is just because Darwinism. Darwinism used to be a useful thing. It keeps the population down and it weeds the idiots out the gene pool. And now we are obsessed with putting 400 stickers and 300 safety mechanisms on everything. That should be common sense just to save the idiots. Yeah, I mean, th- there's we are being weakened that... as a species because people put warnings like that on candles. It's like on rat poison. If you buy a box of rat poison, I guarantee on the back of it it'll say not for human consumption, do not consume, or something like says... that. Where the fuck am I? There. You do that way. Warning, candles can cause fire. Candles are on fire if you're using them. They don't cause fire. 
the lighter causes fire and lights the candle. <laughs> it should say candles constitute of fire. Candles, candles are use fire. fire. <laughs> candles require fire. Otherwise, it's a bit of a pointless candle. So it's not even a, it's not even the right warning. <laughs> no, that sticker should be on the lighter. <laughs> uh, I'm looking for. A li- I, I do legitimately have a lighter now. I'm going to see if there's a, a warning sign saying "warning causes fire." I do have. I don't. It's not a warning. It's a caution. So what's that in? Um, a warning. A warning sign is like of immediate danger, so can cause death, isn't it? And caution is like can cause injury. Yeah. Right. So right. caution. One of my favorites. Can we just danger? That's on flammable. a box of matches. Matches are flammable. That's one of the main properties, I would say. <laughs> I would fucking hope that they are flammable. Otherwise, they don't have a job. I've found one of my favorite signs. <coughs> okay. It's worth noting that this. First of all, I've no idea. Second of all, it's worth noting that this is just a caution, so it's probably not going to kill you, but you might get injured. Okay. So, yeah. You've got your green screen on. I know. We're not seeing it, man. Oh, there we go. All that tilt, tilt backwards. If I tilt back, does it come on? No. Oh, no. No, oh, fuck it. I'll send you. Yep. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, so. I'll quickly send you it. But uh, yeah, so, green screen. <laughs> I know it's so annoying. I would turn it off, but there's so much like rubbish behind us. Like I'm sitting in a storage room at the minute, so yeah. And it works sometimes. It yes, does. I do I mean... have, it is a nice pool. It's not an illusion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you do live in basically a very luxurious hotel suite with a swimming pool and everything behind you. That is not at all glitching out. Okay. Yes. Why? Also, what? Why is it just a caution? Why is it not more dangerous than a caution? Because even if it doesn't bite you, let's just assume the bear—it's—it—it's it's not feral. No, I want to know it why there is even a caution, or who thought up the idea of parachuting bears. I want to know who did. Is that? Somewhere where they have been experimenting on putting parachutes on bears and throwing them off a cliff and seeing if they can land? Is is this been some sort of army research? What has <laughs> this been in aid of? Dude, you don't need that. You just need... A par- you just need all this parachute bears and you should be aware you may get injured. This is just another addition to your army. It's parachuting bears. You've got your honey badgers. You've got your... You've got your flying, your squadron of geese with with hats on. I've found another good one. So you know the fallen rock sign where it's a car and it's like a cliff, and then there's some rocks in it, and underneath it says "caution, fallen rocks." You get them in the UK. I'm assuming you get them other places. I think you get them like American places. There'll be yeah, some variation I, of it. I would assume you get them in places like Italy and stuff as well, where yeah. you go next to like sheer cliff faces and things. Yeah, but yeah. Well, there's a one. It looks to be American. And there's like a, a cliff face, and then it looks like grass on the top. And on it is, it says caution, and it says fallen cows, and there's just a cow upside down falling towards the car. In which case, put a fence up. If your cows are falling off the cliff, surely that is bad for business. I'm, I'm probably bad for the cow as well. 
Well, bad for the cow, bad for the car, but also bad for business. Put a fucking fence around it. I, do the, There are some good ones. <coughs> I have a list of band names, by the way. Hold on. Warning, do not touch the goats. Goats are covered in poison ivy oil. Again, goats... that can't be good for the goats. <laughs> yeah, why are the goats covered in poison ivy oil? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Warning, snakes, horny trees and unstable ground. Keep out. <laughs> oh, it's, be- it's Goats are an ideal, environmentally friendly alternative for removing poison ivy. They like to eat them. So apparently it doesn't affect the goats, but because they're rubbing up against it and putting their faces into it, they might be covered in the oil. I've found a one. I've found. Sorry, I've found a one that is more ridiculous than your candle one. Okay. Uh, I I mean, there's a couple. There's it's worn and stick as on products. So there's like a hairdryer and it says do not use while sleeping. I mean, first of all, it's loud, so I don't think you'd be asleep. And second Secondly, of all, you have to be how awake do you use it? On. Yeah. Um, but two of my favourites ones are somebody took a photo of their new wheelbarrow and there's a sticker on it that says, not intended for highway use. Who has been on a wheelbarrow <laughs> on a highway? I want to meet that person. But there's a better <laughs> one. Right. Um, I don't know which way around should I do it? Right. There's a scooter. So they've bought a kid a scooter. Yes. Right. And it's got a it's got a warning on it. And I bet you can't guess what it says. Is it do not operate intoxicated? It's more stupid than that. Uh, this is more stupid than your candles cause fire one, by the way. Okay. Not suitable for children. No. It's warning. This product's move <laughs> sorry, I need to start again. Warning. This product <coughs> moves when used. No shit, it's a fucking scooter. No, it's got wheels, it's meant to move. That's the point of it. <laughs> I want to double check my skateboard's box now and just to see if the fucking skate... If my skateboard had a warning, this product may move. It may also Oh my tip. god. Uh, so I've got two, you know, you know the... You know the... Um... Oh wow, okay. I've got four. Four of, um, you know, the somebody's done it. What the fuck were they thinking? Yes. So one's a picture of an office microwave and it, somebody stuck a warning on the front saying, do not use for drying pants. That sounds like an awful idea, especially since most pants have metal buttons. A hotel room that has an iron cupboard and on the sticker on the, beside the iron says, never iron clothes on your body. Who has done that? Surely these people don't do this at home. I am imagining someone trying to iron clothes on their body at home now and just constantly burning themselves and wondering, but everybody else irons. Isn't this the right way to do it? And my two favourites, one is a sticker... Well, one is on a, a box for curling irons. Yes. For external <coughs> use only. That's a A&E visit that you don't want to have to explain. <laughs> and then the last one is one that is, is this is what I'm on about with Darwinism. If somebody okay. is going to do this, let them do it. Get them out of the gene pool. You're doing everyone a favour. Don't put a sticker on saying this. And okay. I've seen this on this product when I've used it in real life. 
Is this do I, not drink the bleach? I have one of these. And this, okay. this sticker is on mine. Right? If someone is going to do this, let them take themselves out the gene pool. Okay. It is a chainsaw, and on it says, do not attempt to stop the blade with your hands. It says that on my... I've got a chainsaw, and it says that. But Why if someone is going to try and do, do that... that? That sounds like the worst possible idea in the world. Uh, I know. No, 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 no. Ah! I was trying to stop it. Yeah. It's made for cutting things bigger than your hand. <laughs> it's made for cutting down trees. Your hand's not going to stop I, it, buddy. I'll, I'll put it this way, Kyle. I'll put it this way. One of the suggested safety uh, equipment that you buy with a chainsaw and you'll see this all over when you're looking for safety equipment so you get your safety boots and stuff like that or and i don't know if you know this because uh, you don't have a chainsaw but you can buy chainsaw proof pants so there's special pants that don't cut with a chainsaw the break that it, it basically the blade grabs the pants that don't tear and it stalls the chainsaw to stop it cutting your legs for okay. if you're cutting a tree and you, you fall obviously the chainsaw would be on a on a rope and it's to stop it cutting into you or anything, or if it yeah. bounces back, right? There are pants that it is recommended you buy if you are using a chainsaw that stops the chainsaw bouncing or moving and cutting through your leg. Yes. If you know that and think, my hand will stop it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like saying, if I shoot someone with this, if, I, if, I, if I've got a gun, I've got a rifle, and I go out and I shoot a deer, it'll kill the deer. But I bet that if I put my hand over the end of the gun, it won't shoot a hole in my hand. <laughs> That's the it, logic we're working with. Yeah, it's just like, it, what? No. <laughs> it is the same logic. It's it's like the... Oh, what was that person who his gun didn't have a safety, so he put it down his pants and he shot himself? I've, I've seen a picture of a police officer sitting on a shotgun. Yeah, that I do not want to ever have that happen. That is just ridiculous. Um, um, I have discovered a list of banned names in different countries. Uh, I don't know when this list was last updated, but some of these are absolutely fantastic. So I, I, I have seen some, but I will let you go. So I'm going to jump immediately to. France, your beloved France. Yes. Because <laughs> you are not allowed to be called Prince William in France. Okay. What about Prince William? You're also not allowed to be called Nutella. I'm guessing he's banned. But you're but also not allowed not called... to be called Nutella or Griezmann Mbappe. What? They're two footballers' names. You're not allowed to be called Griezmann Mbappe. Apparently, and what, people were trying to name the children after them, so the French government decided, no, you're not allowed. Why? Because <laughs> otherwise it's you would have too... like a hundred Mbappes that speak French. It doesn't matter. <coughs> so, hold on. Mbappe, so Kylian Mbappe, and then there's Antoine Griezmann. So, I'm guessing it's people that like them both. They're both international French strikers. They're both very good. So, yeah. it's like somebody deciding... It's like somebody with the... Well, not necessarily the surname. It's it's, it's like it's like someone deci deciding to name Paul someone Sterling Kane. We're, we're going to yeah. ban. Why? It's just a name. I don't get it. It is literally people's names already. 
Ooh, I found the best spelling of uh, one of our friends' names earlier. Hmm. This is a new spelling that I've never fucking seen before, but someone has complicated the spelling of J. Well, I found a Stefan the other day that was S-T-E-F-F-O-N. Okay, I've never seen that one. That one no, sounds one. very German. <laughs> uh, would you like to try and guess? I think it was how, an American dude. Would you like to know how J was misspelled? J. J. How would you misspell J? It's just J. J A Y. So J A Y E J J A I E. I don't know. How would you J J yeah. J A Y J J J So it's J J. But, but it was one name. JJ. So it was it was double J A Y. So it, it's J J. You would assume would be a nickname for someone who has two two J's, or they would just be called J J. But this was J double J A Y. J J. Was it a printing error? No. Kid's actual name. So somebody called the kid J, but wanted to stand out to put an extra J on it. Yeah. Why? I have no idea. I have no idea, my dear sir. Um, how I, I was so confused when I saw it. I saw it on my phone, and I was sitting there going, "How can you name? How can you be?" That I don't even know what you would be to misspell J. Well, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Anyway, back to the band names. Um, my grandma can never go to Saudi Arabia. Okay. <laughs> you you cannot be called Linda in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Why? No idea. You just can't be called Linda. Same as how in Morocco you cannot be called Sarah. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. In Mexico, you cannot be called circumcision. I feel like that's cruel. If in you are. Iceland, you cannot be called Harriet. And in Denmark, you cannot be called monkey. Okay. Uh, there's anal in New called, Zealand. You can't be called monkey in the UK either. You can't be called cyanide in the UK either. You also can't be called Adolf Hitler or Osama bin Laden in Germany. Yep, that's right. Uh, you can't be called Tom in Portugal or Camilla in Iceland. Uh, Duke in Australia, so sorry Americans, or Judas in Switzerland. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, you can't be... I'm surprised. The Swiss don't generally care about much. They generally just behave anyway. Yeah. Uh, China, apparently going very against Muslims, uh, you cannot be called Quran. Oh. So do you know about the Uyghur Muslims? What they're called? Uyghur? Oh, no, Uyghur. Oh, the, no, Jews. <coughs> I'm not sure I will send you links and things later. I'll discuss it off there. But yeah, the Chinese don't like Muslims. The Chinese don't like anybody, to be honest. Um, 
So in Sweden, you can't be called Metallica. Uh, snake in Malaysia. Sex fruit in New Zealand. The New Zealand ones sound fun. You can't be called sex fruit and you can't be called anal. I want to know who's trying to name the kids these things. Yeah, sorry, they are uh, Muslims. Um, Harriet in Iceland. Thor in Portugal. Thor? Thor? Yeah, you can't be called Thor. That's just a Greek... It's Greek god name. Yeah, but you, you Norse god, but you can't be called Norse. Thor. And you, you also can't be called 007 in Malaysia. Apparently someone tried to name the child literally the numbers 007. Well, that's a number, so I get that. That's not just it's just because it's stupid. Yeah, but I have one from your fantastic place that you went on holiday, which I think you will love. Okay. You cannot be called Robocop in Mexico. Oh, that's just bullshit. <laughs> Mexico, Mexico does not allow Robocop. Robocop is banned. Maybe it's because Robocop's American. Maybe. They just went, fuck it, America's banned. Uh, I do want to come back to China, to, though, uh, just on like a little side note thing, because this is hilarious, and I found this while looking for the things that were banned. Um, yeah. And I believe we did actually talk about it on a previous episode, but I rediscovered it. And it's the... in the, You might remember this. In 2013, a Chinese businessman hired a hitman to take out his competitor. Um, he hired the hitman for 282... Yeah, $282,000, or the equivalent in Chinese currency. Um, but the hitman hired another hitman for, to do the job for 141000 so basically halving it. Uh, that hitman hired another hitman, who then hired another hitman, who then hired another hitman. The final hitman was offered only $14,100, and he contacted the target and asked him to fake his death so he didn't have to kill him while still being able to get the money. How much was the initial hitman charging for that to be filtered that much and still be worth it for the last hitman? Let's think. The original hitman was was uh, offered 282000 Then the second hitman was offered by the first hitman 141000 And then it went down another four levels until eventually it got to the sixth hitman, the sixth and final one. So this went... Each hitman went down the chain until eventually it, it did six times. And the sixth one, getting $14,100, decided I'm just going to contact the person that this guy wants dead, tell him to fake his own death so that he lives and I get to keep the money. Um, all six of them were arrested. Oh, that's kind of... So what I was going to say was, this gives me... Imagine the business opportunity here. So the initial one charged what? Uh, the initial one was charged two hundred eighty-two thousand. Two hundred eighty-two thousand. So say you say you you charge a square two fifty, and yep. then you find the guy that'll do it for fourteen grand. Yeah, you've made two hundred and thirty odd grand for that. Well, that's the thing. I think it was like that. This was like a top quality hitman, and he sort of went dropped it down to a lesser quality hitman. So he thought, well, okay, I'll offer him half. I'm still getting 141 myself. Yeah, but what I'm saying is if you go on the dark web and advertise yourself as an absolute top-notch hitman for 280k or 250k even, you're undercutting the top, top ones. 
right? You kind of make fake credentials to back it up, whatever. Somebody comes and pays you. You then know for a fact there's a cheap asset man who'll do it for 14k. You just get straight in touch with him. Yeah, do this. You outsource it, cutting out the five in between. You're only spending 15k and you've made 250. I think so it was it's like 235 I, profit. I think it was more a case of like this guy had either <laughs> had a reputation or it was like he had been offered this and he decided screw it. The next person's going to get half. Like, I'm going to go to this person and say, look, you do this job. I've been given this job. You do it. I'll give you half. And then he's went to someone else and went, you do this job. I'll give you half. And then it's just went down the chain. It's basically one hitman tried to get get away from doing the job himself and be lazy. And then the other one did it. And then the third one did it. And then the fourth one did it. And then the fifth. And then eventually it reached the sixth. It was getting That's a pittance. And absolutely mental. They all got arrested. And they were all convicted of attempted murder by the court and sentenced to up to five years in prison. Because um, none of them actually did the murder or went through with it or managed to do it. They were just offered the money and sort of conspired. Hold on, so, hold on, hold on. So can I just argue a case here if I was in court? It isn't attempted murder because none of them attempted the murder. Exactly. So you, you said yourself they conspired. So I could understand if they got charged with conspiracy to commit murder. Yeah. But the, surely the copy charge attempted murder. I'd get. I'd, I'd, <coughs> if 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 I took money uh, as a hitman, and then outsourced it to another hitman, and never done anything to try and harm anyone in that process, and got charged with attempted murder, and it stuck, I would want a new lawyer. I would want a new lawyer. But also, <laughs> if you're getting, if you're getting, if you got paid that much for a murder that you did not commit, commit, I'm pretty sure you'd be able to pay off your bail money. Well, no, because. What the, what they do is if or they think you're in danger. So if you're a hitman, they or you've taken money to kill someone, then they, they you're obviously a danger to the public. They would set bail at what is unattainable for you. So that's yeah. why like drug dealers will have like two or three million pound bail because they know that they're not going to pay it when they're only worth like half a mil. Yeah. I just. I just love the fact that it went all down the chain. And there's pictures of them, right? And this is the great thing. There's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Like, the room is double-stacked police officers behind them. There's, like, 20 police officers in this room <laughs> stood behind these six people. Well, yeah, because you think there's six hitmen. <laughs> there's two officers holding each hitman. Each hitman has the hands cuffed in front of them. They're stood in a standard sky blue vest top and standard sky blue shorts while barefoot and nothing else on them. So they've obviously been stripped of all gear and given these outfits while being arrested. So they have absolutely fuck all. But that's only for the four Sorry, that's only for the four first hitmen. The other two were just in normal clothes. <laughs> Can I just say, imagine if you, you're sitting up, you're an undercover, you're undercover for the FBI. Yeah. Right? You're in charge with uh, taking things down off the dark web. You're in charge of taking down drug uh, dealers and stuff like that. So what you're doing is you're going online, you're finding the most dangerous people, you're finding the most lucrative drug dealers and stuff, taking the biggest players out the off the market and stuff like that yeah. and you get wind of this hit man he's like 280k he's one of the best of the best of the best and you're like right this is a guy we're going to go after you spend ages you 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 know you get funds together you convince the people your superiors and that it's worth doing it because we're going to get this guy we're going to sting him we're going to you know uh 
come up with like a fake target or whatever. You you get all the resource into it. You know where you can get them. And then when you get when you actually do it and follow the trail, you realize that you've accidentally actually busted fucking eight of them. Yeah. You'll be a fucking hero in the office if this is a sting. Either that or you go through <laughs> all of that all of that <laughs> and then they all just get busted by a street cop because one was <laughs> dumb enough to do that at the very end. Yeah, but I'm just saying, imagine imagine if this was a sting and they just thought they were taking out one big hitman and then suddenly they've got eight. But seriously, right? Look at them. The first one, I'm guessing like the first one on this side is like the main <laughs> hitman, right? He's yeah. he's looking quite young, but he's looking very serious. He's looking like he means business. The next one in, he's looking a bit older, a bit chubbier, a bit like he's maybe past his prime and he's done a few hits and stuff. <laughs> then it looks like sort of an apprenticeship guy, a guy who has some age but is a bit fitter, a bit more kept together. And then you get to number four and he looks a bit younger. He doesn't look as menacing or anything. He looks like he might be just new to the business. And then you get to the very end. To the last two, the only two allowed to be in plain clothes because they know they're not that fucking dangerous. They're in shoes, they're in plain clothes. The very, the sixth one, the very last one, isn't even in fucking handcuffs. That's funny. It's like you've got all four of them being stripped of the clothes. They've each got two two men on them. They've got the cuffs in front of them. The fifth one, he's still got his clothes on, but he's still got the two officers and he's still cuffed. The very last one is just stood there, hands by his side, with one cop stood next to him with his hand on his shoulder. That's enough. <laughs> oh, Lewis. <laughs> yeah, so he's definitely the least dangerous. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely like the weak, one, the weak one of the group. He's like the one that got off at the very final amount and just said, eh, can you just fuck off from the country? Yeah. <laughs> that is mental. Imagine, like I'm saying though, imagine if that was a sting and they were just going after the one and all of a sudden they go from six to the border. I, I feel like that needs to be. <coughs> I, I feel like eventually there's going to be uncovered FBI files or uncovered CAA or whichever agency. And it's just going to be stupid shit like that. Like, someone went after a drug, de- like a high-end drug dealer and they ended up bringing down an entire drug cartel because one, one person was dumb enough to put the address on Facebook or some shit. <laughs> That's the main issue nowadays. Like in the olden days, they had to do like research and they, they would have to like get wires and get insiders and all that sort of stuff. Nowadays, half of the fucking drug dealers and stuff are just caught because they brag about it on fucking Facebook or Instagram or TikTok. Did I ever tell Wasn't you? There recently, that, 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 there was, that, that recently there was someone caught because they were on Instagram showing off a, like massive stacks of cash and stuff, wasn't it? And they got investigated and it turns out they were a cocaine dealer or something. Yeah. Um, I need a fight, right? So, did I tell you about a guy, uh, the flood on the Mississippi River? Quite possibly, but I'm not too sure. So, uh, sorry, this is just the... Because this is like dumb arrest, dumb things people do and stuff like that. <gasps> yes, is it that I remember... Yeah, I think we had this in an episode a while ago. Didn't he try and do something like... Uh, they had a, a defence up and he 
broke the defence so that it flooded. Yeah. So yeah. basically so you could have an affair. Yeah, it's just so he could have an affair so everybody in town would be focused on fixing this fence so he could go off and fuck someone. Caused what is known as the Great the great Flood of 2003, I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine causing a Great Flood just so you can get your leg over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... He must have been watched like a hawk. So the uh, I'm sorry the the uh, there's some funny ones so I'll gloss over them so it's a twenty more shocking true arrest stories, right? So one of them was a guy called Tom Waits was arrested for stopping cops from bullying civilians. Um, that that sounds about standard to be honest, standard <laughs> protester type thing. Uh, he's apparently the guy that Heath Ledger's performance as a Joker was based on, because oh, he was a bit of an odd guy. Uh, yeah. There's James Scott who broke the dam so he could sleep around. There was an American arrested for trying to swim in North Korea. Well, okay. Was he in some sort of oh, no. spot? Or? No, no, sorry. I understand. He was arrested for trying to swim to North Korea. An unnamed Texan was found on a riverbank by guards in South Korea and subsequently arrested. Turns out you can't just enter restricted military zones to get away with it. And get away with it. So basically, because he can't travel, you can't tourist to North Korea. So he touristed to South Korea, then try to swim across. I mean, <laughs> kudos to him for trying, but why would you want to if you know you're immediately going to get a... It's not exactly as if you're going to blend in once you get there. <laughs> Dude, there is Earl Simpson, who was arrested for going to work. How? Not just once. Right. Add getting arrested for having a job to the laundry list of things that black people have to worry about. That, at least, in Miami Gardens, where a man named Earl Sampson, sorry, by 2013 had been confronted by police more than 500 times and jailed 56 times while at work at his convenience store job. Okay, what was he doing at said job? It says, needless to say, he wasn't thrilled about it, and neither was the boss, because it turns out that when your employee keeps going to jail uh, all the time, it ruins productivity. A video camera that was later installed caught officers making illegal searches and also served to prove some of the police reports to be false. So basically they were just targeting him because he's a black guy and he was in a shop and they just, even though he worked there. So they were just like, oh, you're, you're harassing this business, we're going to arrest you, but he worked there. Um, or like they were trying to do stop searches and stuff. So there was a guy who has a strange compulsion. Right. Earlier this year. Oh, what was this article from this year? Uh, it Oh, it's from 2014. Oh, so just a little bit older. So it's a little bit of... So in 2014, there was a man called Edwin Tobergta. I don't know, he's got a weird surname. Uh, he was arrested for having sex with an inflatable raft in a public location. What? what, what, what? An inflatable raft. He'd also been arrested for the same crime in 2013. 
Why specifically an inflatable? Like, I know there's inflatable sex dolls out there. Why a raft? Could he not afford the sex doll that uh, could uh, afford the raft? Dude, rafts are dear as well, man. I, I know, know they are. That's that's what I'm confused at. Like, is he just finding inflatable vats? Also, in a public location, one? why didn't he take it home? Well, I don't think he's finding one because he did get charged with the same in 2013 and in 2011 and in 2002, but that time it was an inflatable pumpkin. <laughs> yeah, okay. So this guy definitely has, like, it's, this guy definitely has a thing. <laughs> oh, I... Yeah, the, um, there was a paedophile who was captured after the evidence was accidentally stolen by a thief. Ah, I think I saw about that one. It, <laughs> it, it, it was like the, the thief ended up giving himself up to the police and going, look, I've stolen these, but look, like this guy is worse. <laughs> didn't, the, didn't the thief end up like getting a pardon or something because he came forward with mass evidence for the things we ended up getting like a suspended sentence or something they were basically like look we know you stole these but uh, no i well i don't know because it does say that um yeah they did find four victims so basically this guy stole a load of stuff from a place in spain um including tapes realized that they were criminal sexual abuse involving children uh handed them into the police and was kind of honest about it i don't know if he got um Arrested, arrested or pardoned or, uh, or, pardoned or whatever. Uh, but what also helped was, obviously he knew where he'd stolen from, so he gave the police the address. What also yeah. helped was that the guy who had had them stolen from him had phoned the police and reported some stuff stolen. So the, the, they knew who it was because he had reported stuff stolen. <laughs> he, he obviously well, he, didn't he, specify what. What was on the tapes, what he said, we've had tapes and shit, because you have to document what, what was stolen. So he reported them stolen. Some people. I mean, surely you wouldn't report that stolen, though. Like, uh, logic baffles me. The stupidity of humans baffles me. <laughs> How can you be that stupid? Dude, I have found the most... I'm sorry if... <laughs> right. I've, I'm in a group that has... Um, it, it's full of Americans who take the piss out of each other and mainly the southern states and it's mainly like incest stuff and how Alabama is that and taking the piss out of like stupid headlines and things yeah uh, and there's one that's come on this stupid arrest it says uh, siblings were arrested for having sex in a church pub parking lot why <laughs> I don't know Apparently they just finished watching the notebook. They were arrested and charged with incest, aggravated sodomy, and prowling. <laughs> just why? Why would you? I don't know. Oh, this is... What about the time a sober man was arrested for drink driving? A so... A, 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 how? D what Did he have alcoholic hand gel or no? How is the logic between getting arrested for drink driving while sober? So, apparently, so when you get arrested for drink driving, obviously they pull you over, yeah. uh, you're blown to a breathalyzer, 
the yeah, pull you over, but they've usually got a good reason to pull you no, over. The pull like you over was suspicion. The pull yes. you over was suspicion, or they pull you over and realize that you smell like alcohol, or you've been in an accident. Yeah. Uh, and you get breathalyzed. Uh, if you blow over the limit, you then get taken to the police station where you get to spend the night at uh, Her Majesty's Pleasure, if you're in the yeah. UK, or just in jail. Um, well, His Majesty's Pleasure <laughs> now. Oh, well, yes, yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> and then you get blood tests, and then if you fail that, obviously you get charged with it officially. Um, that's unless you're Larry Davis. In 2013, he was arrested in Austin, Texas for driving under the influence. When the police took him to the station and he was given the breathalyzer at the station, he blew 0.00 and still spent the night in jail. So they arrested him, but didn't do a breathalyzer on the scene. They took him to the police station. They just basically they pulled him over, arrested him for drink driving, took him back, realised he hadn't been drinking, and then had a press release and said that they maintained that Davis was impaired at the time. No. Yeah, just all the blood had left his system in the 10 minutes that you drove him back to the station. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck, man? Like... Ah, <laughs> uh, God's sake. I'm, I'm sure it's just, like, people trying to get the numbers up. Like, do the police have to arrest a certain number of people a month so they need to, like, get the arrests up or something? Dude. What about the... Right. The Slovak police were doing a training exercise in 2010. Okay. The operation involved placing bags and uh, sorry explosives in civilian bags, uh, meant to help test the protocols in place to detect explosives. Uh, distressing enough that the idea that regular people's baggage was being used instead of dummy luggage. Worse was that the police lost track of one of the bags. The man carrying them was then arrested later when he arrived home, then realised when it became clear that he had no idea what was going on. So instead of using dummy bags and putting them in amongst people's bags, they actually put explosives in people's bags, lost one of them, and then later on a guy found them and was like, what the fuck's this? Phone the police and then got arrested. <laughs> <laughs> What level of incompetence is that? <laughs> it's the fact that he didn't know what was going on. They were like, oh yeah, shit, this is the train I'm on the last yesterday, guys. Like, he must have been so relieved. Like, he's Why are they using dummy bags? Bag. <laughs> oh, hey. Oh, yes, I found a brilliant... This is, a, this is so brilliantly American. Okay. An anti-gay rights senator, right? Yes. So this was is a guy he arrest- who... Was he arrested for doing something gay? Oh, it's better than that. Okay. So this is a guy in charge of anti-gay rights and gay people shouldn't have rights. Yes. Right? He was arrested for drink driving home from a gay bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In 2010, the, the Senator Roy Ashburn was arrested on a Wednesday morning for driving drunk from a gay club with a man in the car with him. Uh, none of this would be especially noteworthy if he hadn't consistently opposed legislation meant to improve a lot of the LGBTQ community. They, I'm LGBTQ he was into the plus bar. now, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, we travel back in time to 1932. We travel to the upside down part of the world, that is Australia. Oh. And there is a typical political photo op. There's a ribbon cutting ceremony to open a bridge to the public. 
uh, on March the 19th with the Premier of the New South Wales, Jack Lang, about to cut the ribbon. A man named Francis de Groot rode up on his horse, slashed through the ribbon with a sword. According to the Australian Geographic, de Groot declared the bridge open in the name of the decent and respectable people of New South Wales. He was then arrested, charged and fined, but was able to win the appeal and then settled with the police after he filed a suit against them. <laughs> so there was a photo of there's a fucking there's a photo of this guy just riding past with a sword in the air like that because they'd gathered people and they were doing an official press thing to open the bridge they had a celebrity there ready and this guy just rode past on his horse in full military uniform with a fucking long sword cut the ribbon declared it open then got arrested <laughs> then won his appeal then sued the police and then that settled with them <laughs> The fact I'll, that he ended up suing the police and settling with them as well, man. Oh, Australia. Australians never change. You are legends. Never change. <laughs> um, so, hobbies. This guy yes. got arrested not even because of his hobby, just for asking about it. Okay, odd one. Um... So, it says there are safer hobbies than playing around with radiation. Uh, that's part of why a criminal it's a criminal offence to build your own nu- nuclear reactor or to otherwise play around with nuclear material. Right? Yes. Of course, not everyone knows that off the top of their head. And so, before setting out on his experiment to split atoms, Richard Handel of Sweden wanted to make sure if it was legal or not, so he sent a message to the Swedish Radiation Authority to ask if it was okay for him to do so before proceeding. In short, it wasn't. He was arrested, though he had not yet had a chance to build his reactor, and the Guardian humorously reported that he had been banned from pursuing his nuclear interest by both Radiation Authority and his landlord. So his landlord realised he got arrested, went what for, and he was like, I was asking about building a re- nuclear reactor, and he was like, don't, no, don't do that in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, but I love the fact that he got arrested for, for asking. asking the nuclear the nuclear people, can I is, do this? And then just, I, and instead of them just turning around going, no, you'll destroy however much, or just no, they ended up phoning the police and getting arrested. I just love the idea asked. that you can be arrested for asking. So I love the idea that you can go into a police station and go, I just want to make sure, is murder illegal? And they go, yes, you're under arrest. What? I didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> If I was to go and smash oh, a glass hey. over this person's head, would that be illegal? Yes. Okay, I will, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm under <laughs> arrest now. Okay. I haven't done it. I'm not going to do it now that I know it's illegal. But, okay, fine. I'm under arrest for assault. Oh, dude. Roger Gawley was arrested for visiting his husband at the hospital. Ah, oh, was this under some sort of restriction? Like he was like past the visiting times or something? Uh, nah, so it's basically stupid hospital policies and people being in a bad temper. So when Alan Gawley's partner was in hospital, he was asked by Alan's family and the hospital... Oh, sorry, Gawley was asked by Alan's family and the hospital both to leave. This despite being in a civil union with Alan, he demanded that the hospital took their legal state... took in... look into their legal status um, as he was his official partner... And when neither party refused to budge from their position, he was escorted from the premises and arrested. The hospital later claimed that the situation had gotten out of control and that the discussion to have Gawley removed uh, was arrived at when Gawley could not keep his temper in check. So they basically hide the guy out, realised they were in the wrong, and they went, mm, that's because he was too aggressive. Yeah, because he was yeah. there to see his husband, you're hiding him out. <laughs> yeah, he would be aggressive. Yeah, I hate, I hate it when people do that, and it's like, Calm down, calm down. There's no need to be aggressive. I'm being fucking aggressive because of you. 
Holy shit. A Chinese police officer was arrested. Okay. For throwing a child. Throwing a child? It is worse than it sounds. Okay, I thought it was going to be something stupid, like he was throwing his own child in the air or something. Uh, it says, drunken shenanigans are all good and fun, provided they don't leave you to do certain things. That's the unfortunate outcome of a night of rowdiness in August 2013. An off-duty police officer in his 50s reportedly thought an infant girl was a doll, grabbed her from her father and threw her to the ground. Ooh. To make matters worse, the incident was then covered up by police for a month, and in the end, the culprit was arrested, and although the girl, girl scuffered, uh, suffered a skull fracture, she wound up being okay. The family also received financial compensation from the police department. You're fucking too right. Yeah, fucking hell. I would have, If I was a father, I would have been arrested, because I would have kicked the shit out of that police officer. I feel like I wouldn't have been able to cover it up, because get... I would have broke every bone in his fucking body. Yeah, definitely. Fucking hell. That's just no good, man. No. And then, number one, we arrive at the epitome of being arrested for stupidity. Well, we shall finish after this one, my dear sir. So, this is the pinnacle. This is the epitome. This is the last. Do you want the headline or do you want the story to unfold as I read it? I want the story to unfold as you read it. Right. Here's the thing about getting revenge after a breakup. It's stupid. Take the case of Terry Lester for an example. According to the smoke and gun, as a gift to one of his exes, he planned on giving her a vibrator filled with gunpowder and buckshot. And when the device was inserted into the female, he would pull the trigger and it would blow them up. Luckily, Lester at the time lived with a woman who discovered the device and she took it to the police who promptly arrested the man. He was charged with a variety of crimes and sentenced to up to 10 years in prison. So the headline is, he was arrested for building an exploding vibrator. I mean, it brings a whole new meaning to explosive in the bedroom. Of all the ways to get revenge. Yeah, that seems very convoluted and very difficult and like annoying and bad way of getting revenge. But also, like, there's a lot of... I'm guessing this is in America. If you've just got gunpowder and buckshot and you can get shit like that and you... The, it's just lying around. You can go and buy it from Walmart, yeah. Your, your intention is to kill her. Because that's yeah. what's going to happen here. So... It's, it's not, not going to I, I mean, injure. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying... Uh, it's obviously good that he did the stupid thing and he got found out and they didn't get hurt. But if you're that hell-bent on killing someone, why don't you just go and shoot Why would you go with this much effort? Yeah. Because you, you think if you're going to that much effort to not walk in and strangle someone or beat them or shoot them, then surely you would go to the effort to not be there so that you can't be charged with the crime. Like, he's made the effort to still be in a situation where he's definitely going to get caught and charged with it. Well, no, because <laughs> this is the thing, like, if it said, like, you'll be in the position to pull the trigger, which means I'm I'm assuming it'll be, like, a remote detonation, in which case he'll probably be watching out of a window or something, where he no, might get arrested for peeping Tom or something, because it was his pull, ex. Pull the trigger? Because it was his ex, and it was a vibrator for his ex. I doubt his ex is going to let him come in while she's using it and then push a button on it. No, man, he'd, dude, he'd literally have to pull. It says gunpowder and buckshot. That's not. It's not remote detonate. I would have to be a trigger to trigger the gunpowder. There'd have to be like a, a what do you call it? 
percussion cap, wouldn't it, to ignite the gunpowder? Yeah, but I'm I'm assuming his ex isn't gonna let him come in and w watch her use it while he's in the room, and then just walk up and press a button on and make it blow up. And also, if he has to do that, surely he runs the risk of blowing his hand off at the same time. Listen, I don't think street smarts were his strong suit in the first place, Kyle. I don't think any smarts were his strong suit, <laughs> to be honest. Oh, no. <laughs> Just ouch and no. Also, revenge. Revenge, what? Unless you shot his dick off, that's an overreaction. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> That's what you call a disproportionate response. Definitely. <laughs> that is, I, I'm I'm gobsmacked. <laughs> That's genuinely. <laughs> we'll get we'll get witty remarks in the comments. Yeah, and as Sue <laughs> says, he's dynamite in bed. <laughs> We're going to end with that, folks. Uh, it's been a absolute pleasure. Uh, we, me and Stefan, are probably going to try and plan things because we have been planning and converting and things before the session, which was why we were late. Plotting so and planning. It's dangerous for the world. It really is. So, <laughs> probably end up doing more of that. But we will see you all next week. It has been a pleasure. And we hope that you have enjoyed the show. We hope that you will continue listening. Yes. And, we'll and there are many ways to support us. Of which all of the links we don't read out anymore. So thanks. There, there are <laughs> there are many ways to support us. You can right. So all hold on, I'll I'll, I'll do a blanket. I'll do a blanket term here. If you Google "taken off air," you will find easy links to a website which may or may not be down. I think it's under maintenance currently. You will find yeah. uh, a place you can get merch, which should be on the website as well. You will find Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the usual social medias. Uh, just give them a like and a follow, and then you'll know when we're online. We record every week. Thank you for supporting the show. And, of course, the biggest support you, you can give us is just listening to it, joining every week. So thank you for that. Available on any podcasting platform. And drag your friends in. Drag everybody in. Drag your nana in. Your 100-year-old your nana, I'm sure she would love to hear it. If you have to, take hostages, okay? I, we won't be responsible for it, but do that. Exactly. Actually, we not, we, we if you take it, no, but it would be useful. Don't know. No, no. That's that's no. You see, I haven't been smart there because if they take hostages, if you take like five hostages, listen to this podcast. That's still only one listen for, isn't it? Don't it is take hostages. Just encourage them to listen to it individually. Hack into the global world. You know the giant signs in New York. Get us on them. Hack into the world network. Make everybody's mobile phone blow up with us. There we go. That's how you can help us. Or just listen to her and like my socials. That <laughs> uh, sounds like and, the easy option, doesn't it? Feel free to chat. We'll, we'll respond to people. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. And we'll see you all next time. Bye. Next week.